October 4th, and this is the Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. Today's Old Testament reading begins in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 31 through chapter 4, verse 18. As always, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. O my people, listen to the words of the Lord. Have I been like a desert to Israel? Have I been to them a land of darkness? Why then do my people say, at last we are free from God? We don't need him anymore. Does a young woman forget her jewelry or a bride her wedding dress? Yet for years on end, my people have forgotten me. How you plot and scheme to win your lovers. Even an experienced prostitute could learn from you. Your clothing is stained with the blood of the innocent and the poor. Though you didn't catch them breaking into your houses, and yet you say, I have done nothing wrong. Surely God isn't angry with me. But now I will punish you severely, because you claim you have not sinned. First here, then there. You flit from one ally to another asking for help, but your new friends in Egypt will let you down, just as Assyria did before. In despair, you will be led into exile with your hands on your heads. For the Lord has rejected the nations you trust. They will not help you at all. Moving into chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. If a man divorces a a woman and she goes and marries someone else, he will not take her back again, for that would surely corrupt the land. But you have prostituted yourself with many lovers, so why are you trying to come back to me, says the Lord? Look at the shrines on every hilltop. Is there any place you have not been defiled by your adultery with other gods? You sat like a prostitute beside the road waiting for a customer. You sat alone like a nomad in the desert. You have polluted the land with your prostitution and your wickedness. That's why even the spring rains have failed. For you are a brazen prostitute and completely shameless. Yet you say to me, Father, you have been my guide since my youth. Surely you won't be angry forever. Surely you can forget about it. So you talk, but you keep on doing all the evil you can. During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, Have you seen what fickle Israel has done? Like a wife who commits adultery, Israel has worshipped other gods on every hill under every green tree. I thought, after she has done this, she will return to me. But she did not return, and her faithless sister Judah saw this. She saw that I divorced faithless Israel because of her adultery. But that treacherous sister Judah had no fear, and now she too has left me and given herself to prostitution. Israel treated it all so lightly. She thought of committing adultery by worshipping idols made of wood and stone. So now the land has been polluted. But despite all this, her faithless sister Judah has never sincerely returned to me. She has only pretended to be sorry. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord said to me, Even faithless Israel is less guilty than treacherous Judah. Therefore go and give this message to Israel. This is what the Lord says. O Israel, my faithless people, come home to me again. For I am merciful. I will not be angry with you forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. Admit that you have rebelled against the Lord your God and committed adultery against him by worshiping idols under every green tree. Confess that you have refused to listen to my voice. I, the Lord, have spoken. Return home, you wayward children, says the Lord, for I am your master. I will bring you back to the land of Israel, one from this town and two from that family, from whatever you are scattered, from wherever you are scattered, rather. Verse 15, and I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will guide you with knowledge and understanding. And when your land is once more filled with people, says the Lord, you will no longer wish for the good old days when you possess the ark of the Lord's covenant. You will not miss those days or even remember them. And there will be no need to rebuild the ark. In that day, Jerusalem will be known as the throne of the Lord. All nations will come there to honor the Lord. They will no longer stubbornly follow their own evil desires. In those days, the people of Judah and Israel will return from exile in the north. They will return to the land I give your ancestors as an inheritance forever. 
I thought to myself, I would love to treat you as my own children. I wanted nothing more than to give you this beautiful land, the finest possession in the world. I looked forward to calling your, to your calling me father, and I wanted you never to turn from me. But you have been unfaithful, you people of Israel. You have been like a faithless wife who leaves her husband. I, the Lord, have spoken. Voices are heard high on the windswept mountains, the weeping and pleading of Israel's people. For they have chosen crooked paths and have forgotten the Lord their God. My wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me, and I will heal, heal your wayward hearts. Yes, we're coming, the people reply. For you are the Lord our God. Our worship of idols on the hills and our religious orgies on the mountains are a delusion. Only in the Lord our God will Israel ever find salvation. From childhood we have watched as everything our ancestors worked for. Their flocks and herds, their sons and daughters, was squandered on a delusion. Let us now lie down in shame and cover ourselves with dishonor. For we and our ancestors have sinned against the Lord our God. From our childhood to this day, we have never obeyed him. Chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. O Israel, says the Lord, if you wanted to return to me, you could. You could throw away your detestable idols and stray away no more. Then, when you swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, you could do so, with truth, justice, and righteousness. Then you would be a blessing to the nations of the world, and all the people would come and praise my name. This is what the Lord says to the people of Judah and Jerusalem. Plow up the hard ground of your hearts. Do not waste your good seed among thorns. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, surrender your pride and power. Change your hearts before the Lord, or my anger will burn like an unquenchable fire because of all of your sins. Shout to Judah and broadcast to Jerusalem. Tell them to sound the alarm throughout the land. Run for your lives. Flee to the fortified cities. Raise a signal flag as a warning for Jerusalem. Flee now. Do not delay. For I am bringing terrible destruction upon you from the north. A lion stalks from its den, a destroyer of nations. It has left its lair and is headed your way. It's going to devastate your land. Your towns will lie in ruins with no one living in them anymore. So put on clothes of mourning and weep with broken hearts. For the fierce anger of the Lord is still upon us. In that day, says the Lord, the king and the officials will tremble in fear. The priests will be struck with horror and the prophets will be appalled. Then I said, O sovereign Lord, the people have been deceived by what you said. For you promised peace for Jerusalem, but the sword is held at their throats. The time is coming when the Lord will say to the people of Jerusalem, My dear people, a burning wind is blowing in from the desert, and it is not a gentle breeze useful for winnowing grain. It is a roaring blast sent by me. Now I will pronounce your destruction. Our enemy rushes down on us like storm clouds. His chariots are like whirlwinds. His horses are swifter than eagles. How terrible it will be, for we are all doomed. O Jerusalem, cleanse your heart, that you may be saved. How long will you harbor your evil thoughts? Your destruction has been announced from Dan in the hill country of Ephraim. Warn the surrounding nations and announce this to Jerusalem. The enemy is coming from a distant land, raising a battle cry against the towns of Judah. They surround Jerusalem like watchmen around a field, for my people have rebelled against me, says the Lord. Your own actions have brought this upon you. This punishment is bitter, piercing you to the heart. This concludes our Old Testament reading, moving into the New Testament, Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from our brother Timothy. We are writing to God's holy people in the city of Colossae, who are faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. May God our Father give you grace and peace. We always pray for you, and we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, and your love for all of God's people, which come from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. 
This same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. You learned about the good news of Epaphras, our beloved co-worker. He is Christ's faithful servant, and he is helping us on your behalf. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we have not stopped praying for you since we have first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you will live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you have you will have the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued you from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear Son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we cannot see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. That concludes our New Testament reading. Moving into our Proverbs reading for today, it's Proverbs chapter 24, verses 21 and 22. My child, fear the Lord and the King. Don't associate with rebels, for disaster will hit them suddenly. Who knows what punishment will come from the Lord and the King. And finally, we will read Psalm 76 in a posture of prayer. This is the 76th Psalm. For the choir director, a psalm of Asaph, a song to be sung accompanied by stringed instruments. God is honored in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Jerusalem is where he lives. Mount Zion is his home. There he has broken the fiery arrows of the enemy, the shields and swords and weapons of war. Interlude. You are glorious and more majestic than the everlasting mountains. Our boldest enemies have been plundered. They lie before us in the sleep of death. No warrior could lift a hand against us. At the blast of your breath, O God of Jacob, their horses and chariots lay still. No wonder you are greatly feared. Who can stand before you when your anger explodes? From heaven you have sentenced your armies, and the earth trembled and stood silent before you. You stand up to judge those who do evil, O God, and to rescue the oppressed of the earth. Interlude. Human defiance only enhances your glory, for you use it as a weapon. Make vows to the Lord your God and keep them. Let everyone bring tribute to the awesome one, for he breaks the pride of princes, and the kings of the earth fear him. Father, thank you that you are mighty and you are great. You are good and in control, and that means I don't have to be. Lord, I don't want to live by pride. I want to live by faithful obedience to you. Lord, I pray that this would be true for me and others as we look in light at the beautiful good news through Jesus you have presented us, that he's paid the penalty for our sins. He is giving us power through the Holy Spirit over our sins now. And one day he will return as a glorious king, freeing us from the presence of sin altogether. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me for today's reading, friends, and hope to see you back here tomorrow as we continue our journey reading through the Bible together.